three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, theys, and gays. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. Uh, Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I will probably upload this today since, I mean, well, I kind of have to now. But (laughs) I've got a review for... Ah, it's it's time to it's time to dress in all black because this is a tragedy. We are here to ah, the the last Magic Mike movie, fucking tragedy. And I know because it's me, you might think of that as sarcastic, but no, I'm actually sad. There will be no more Magic Mike. This is Magic Mike's last dance. And when has the studio ever gone back on the word when, <laughs> when it comes to ending a franchise? Um. This is Magic Mike's Last Dance. It is once again directed by Steven Soderbergh, who is one of my favorite directors in the game. You know him from several things, including being a producer on Bill and Ted Face the Music, which is great. He was also a producer on Is That Black Enough for You, which I'll be reviewing later for Black Cinema Showcase. He was the uh, director on uh, Kimmy, which I didn't have in my honorable mentions, but honestly, I should have because that's a great fucking movie. Uh, Logan Lucky, of course, the prior two Magic Mics, Haywire, producer on We Need to Talk About Kevin, Contagion. Uh, yeah, the man's fucking wonderful, and I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his, and that's before he gets to the Ocean, uh, Ocean's films. But this brings back my boy, brings back C. Tate's Shannon Tatum. He's back in the saddle, baby. Back is Mike Lane, and Shannon Tatum, I've... I have made no illusions about my huge man crush on Shane Tatum. I fucking love the dude. Um, it is a tragedy we did not get two more White House Down films. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. But he is back here as uh, Mike Lane. He is back bartending after his furniture business, which he established at the end of Magic Mike XXL, goes uh, goes under due to the pandemic, which I actually thought was a clever way to explain why he's dancing again. And through bartending, he goes ahead and meets uh, Moxandra Mendoza, who's played by the uh, lovely Salma Hayek. Um, it's crazy that Salma Hayek, I believe it's 56, if memory serves. Uh, I, I believe I Google her and she's 56. Uh, 56, yeah. Makes no fucking sense. How does she look this good? But l- let's just get this out of the way. Is this a good movie? Yeah. Is this a great movie? Yeah. Is it better than Magic Mike or Magic Mike XXL? For me, it's more in the range of... It's kind of in the middle, and I'll kind of explain what I mean. But Mike goes ahead and meets her. She's inspired by him because... And let's just get this out of the way. This is the Iron Man 3 of the Magic Mike films. And I and I know that's an insanely absurd statement, but stick with me here. Channing Tatum doesn't do a ton of dancing in this movie. He has this uh, the scene that you see in the trailers where he gives Salma Hayek the dance, which straight up is one of the hottest things I think I've seen in the movie in the last 
five years. Like it is sexy as hell. I was even I was sitting back like, wow, okay, that's that's hot. And it's about a six minute dance, maybe seven minutes. But it's really well done. The way Soderbergh is directing, like the camera spinning, it captures all the angles and everything. And uh, Moxandra feels so uh, turned on, so enlightened, so inspired by someone making her feel sexy. She goes, come with me to London. I want to go ahead and help you. We can help each other out. And and then it basically turns into... (laughs) It basically turns into an Avengers movie because Mike and Maxandra, I'm just going to call her Max, that's just easier. So Mike and Max, they go ahead and start going around the globe and recruiting the best dancers from everywhere to go ahead and put on this incredible one last show for uh, uh, this one last show in London. And it is... It's inspired, and I'm not, again. I understand that this will come across somewhat snarky, but I am not being sarcastic in any way, shape, or form. It is truly inspired how this movie goes ahead and plays out. And the more I'm sitting there watching it, the more fun I was having. Channing Tatum is just naturally charming. It bothers me how charming Channing Tatum is, and the chemistry between him and Selma Hayek. To my knowledge, they've never worked together before, at least this much. And it's incredible how well their chemistry is. You obviously know if you've ever watched a movie before, know where this is going. They're going to end up falling for each other. I mean, being that good looking, how could you not? But it's really, it's sweet. And I think that's the thing that caught me off guard the most. It's not to say that the other two films aren't sweet in their own ways, because I think they are. But this movie in particular, really leans uh, leans into female desire as far as Mike having, you know, women, obviously, who would be more than happy to go ahead and shack up with him. The fact that he is so fixated on Max, and it's not just because she's a gorgeous woman, but he truly does believe in her in a way that we find out that her ex-husband, who is kind of the fly in the ointment in the film, uh, uh, who I believe is named Matthew. I cannot. I cannot remember because they're just they. They don't put last names on here. What do you want me to do? Um, but her her ex husband is just really shitty. He's just a very shitty person. And when you find out why the relationship ended, you can probably guess why. But when you find out why into the extremes of why it's it's ending, you go, oh wow, you're you're you suck. I would be fucking pissed off too. And Something about Salma Hayek, which I really don't think she gets enough credit for, is the dramatic side that she brings to the table. Um, I loved her in both Hitman's Bodyguard films. I think she's hilarious in both of those. And even Grown Ups, which, while I can't stand Adam Sandler and his uh, Adam Sandler comedies, at least recent ones, credit words do. He saw something in Salma Hayek as far as her being able to be funny. She's by far the funniest thing in Grown Ups by a country mile. And she has these moments of of humor where she's really conflicted within herself of, I've been hurt before. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt right now. I don't want, know if I want to let another man hurt me. And it's a completely valid and fair line of reasoning that she's following. And, and Mike, understandably so, because if you're a guy, you've been here, 
you know, you sometimes I, you have to play the waiting game, and he's you know he's frustrated because he sees the potential in her that she's refusing to see, but she's doing everything she can to keep it very professional and keep him at arm's length. And so it's a really interesting juxtaposition, a very nice tug of war back and forth that they have that is, again, very sensual, very charming. And I'm just sitting there going, I hate how charming both of you are and how attractive you both are. The original Magic Mike guys do make a cameo in the form of a Zoom. I, I just always love seeing uh, Matt Bomber. I, I just love that dude. He's great. Uh, Ken, seeing Ken and hearing all his new age shit never gets old for me. And, you know, Joe uh, Mangiello, however you say it, uh, Joe, as I call him, you know, Big Dick Richie. We got to see Kevin Nash fucking Tarzan. I fucking love Kevin Nash. I was I was so happy we got to see the guys, even for one scene. And it's a really sweet scene that we get with them. And if they do another one of these and... Don't tell me they're not going to, because they definitely are. I really hope that they find a way to even have the original dancers be mentors or something like that, because it was just really cool to see them. And that is my biggest complaint about this new movie, is that the new dancers that are brought in Avengers style, after they go through all this trouble to bring them in and, you know, choreograph them and train them and teach them and all that, they don't get they don't get enough shine outside of the dancing. Uh, the dance numbers in here, there is one dance number in particular where, of course, there's the whole we're gonna shut you down because this is too sexy. Uh, Vicky Pepperdine plays this woman named Edna who is in charge of handing out basically the approvals for theaters and all that. And there's this scene that dancers do on a bus to go ahead and you know coerce her into giving them approval and that scene was so fucking cool like I actually sat back like wow okay movie and th there are these moments like that in the the actual show that's put on it's fucking cool it's a really cool show that's that they actually do end up putting on but to tie it back here the reason I said this is the Iron Man 3 of again that's so funny to say out loud the reason i say this is the iron man 3 of the magic mike films is because shani tatum not doing a ton of dancing in this movie he really is kind of passing not even passing the torch but this really is more about mike as a character than him as a dancer and that might throw audiences a bit but i do think that there's quite a bit of good stuff outside of Tatum's dancing for the few numbers that you get. Um, he, he's doing a great job acting-wise, which, again, as I mentioned about Hayek, I think Shani Tatum is a very underrated dramatic actor. Yes, you know, he obviously did the rom-coms and stuff, but even those do require a certain amount of dramatic flair and, you know, believability that he was actually able to show, like, especially in something like The Vow or Dear John. I think he is a much better dramatic actor and we give him credit for and comedically obviously if you've seen the 21 jump street you know 21 and 22 jump street he's a hell of a comedic actor and he he can make fun of himself and the movie at points definitely makes fun of him and he leans into it it's it really is part of his charm there is this one character that i do want to shout out because he he just is delightful 
the I'm gonna butcher the guy's name and I apologize in advance, sir. Uh Aib Khan Din is what I'm gonna go with. He plays Victor, who is Max's um I don't want to say butler, but basically he handles all her shit. And there is a great rivalry between him and Mike. Victor's just busting his balls, and it's really fucking funny. It's a joke that they use a good amount, and yet it never got old for me. And you can just see Mike kind of just going, dude, can you give me a fucking break? There's this great line where Mike flat out asks him, you know, you could be working for her ex-husband. Why do you stay with her? And without missing a beat, Victor goes, because she's got bigger balls. And I just went, God damn it, bravo on the delivery on that line. It he's he's wonderful. And I I cannot, and I'm I, I feel so bad. I cannot find the I think it's Juliet uh uh, uh Matamed who plays her daughter, uh Max's daughter Hannah. I adore her. She is a very smart kid. She is rightfully so asking Mike, because Mike just kind of shows up one day and she's kind of going, why the fuck are you here? And they have a really good conversation about why he actually cares about her, uh, about her mom and the fact that he's not there to hurt her. And it's a very, he doesn't talk to her like she's a kid. And that was one of those moments I went, I really like that this is in here. I, um, I believe it's Nancy Carroll and, I'm sorry, y'all. They don't have pictures on IMDb or, or Rotten Tomatoes of these people. But the the person who played the main woman who's running the the last dance, who's running the show, because they're putting on this play that turns into the dance essentially. But the woman who plays uh, Isabella in the uh, in the play, she's amazing. She has a swagger about her that I went. I want to see in more stuff. I, I really like that actress, and she does a great job of being the narrator for the audience, you know, telling the women, you know, you can have whatever you want. You want a man that's going to, you know, care for you, be there for you, love you, treat, put you, you know, put you first, put you on a pedestal. She's this really great hype woman, and I was sitting there going, hell yeah, like, give me more of this. It's It's a shockingly effective movie the more it goes on. My biggest complaint, like I said, is I really do wish the dancers would have had more time to have their own established personalities. But that's really my biggest gripe is that. So getting to my final thoughts here, I thought this movie was so much fun. I saw this on Friday at noon uh, with like 10 other people in the theater. This was originally supposed to go straight to HBO Max, but they went ahead and said, you know, fuck it. This is a property. Let's put Let's go ahead and give it a theatrical release. And this did make like just over $8 million. And I believe it made like uh, like $11 million internationally. So it's up to like $19 million. It's like a $40 budget. So it, it's going to have a, a, a hard time to go ahead and break even theatrically. But with the HBO Max and home release sales, I'm sure this will do just fine. And I think this will renew people who want to go back and watch the other two films, uh, which I did actually before I saw this. So I had a lot of fun with this. Again, it's not it's not my favorite of the three, but when you think about how trilogies do, more often did not do fall off completely on the third film, I had, I had a blast with this. And this is something I'll end up probably buying because I'm assuming they'll do like a Magic Mike 4K 
three pack. I'm sure that'll be out in time for Black Friday. Um, so yeah, I'd buy this. So this is a solid, I'm gonna get a solid A. I, I really did enjoy this. I had fun, I cheered, I clapped, and yeah, this was a this was a ton of fun. But uh, before I get out of here, I do have to tell this one story because it's the hardest laugh I've gotten all year, probably. So, you know, I've talked about the fact that you know, I'm slowly starting to come out of my hibernation hole and starting to get back out to the theaters and everything. It's also been snowing a lot here in Reno, so I haven't really had a whole lot of reason to go outside. But I'm in the theater and this uh, woman about my age comes up with her dad uh, her dad's in a wheelchair, and so they head over to the handicapable seats, and they show a trailer for this Christian play, basically about the crucifixion called The Thorn. It's one of those like fathom event things, and with just so it goes quiet after the trailer stops, and he looks at his daughter and goes, "Is it my bedtime?" And she looks at him kind of confused and goes, "No," and without missing a beat, goes then why the fuck are they showing me a trailer for a fucking fairy tale? And (laughs) y'all, I have not laughed that hard all year. It's the hardest laugh I've got. I'll be honest, I was kind of sad that the movie didn't make me laugh as hard as that. Actually, you know what? There are a couple points in the movie that I did laugh as hard as that. But that is one of the hardest laughs I've had all year. So, sir, I don't know your name, but just know you made me laugh. and I really needed that after this week, so... Bless you, sir. That was, I won't say God bless you, but bless you, but bless you for that. That was incredible. But Magic Mike, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Have you seen it? What'd you think of it? What are your overall thoughts on the trilogy? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Tune Up and Samsung Podcast, name a few, at The Real Pineapple. You can like both our pages at The Real Pineapple and The Real uh, uh, and Real Pineapple Games. Pardon me. You can go ahead and follow me on Instagram at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow me on TikTok at Black Shazam. And you can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. And you can find a link to all my stuff at uh, linktree.com. Uh, linktree, uh, so L-I-N-K tr.ee slash jhunterrealpineapple you can find twit or twitch or twitter all of our stuff uh thank you so much for listening y'all we're gonna have more stuff heading uh coming up for the black cinema showcase including a review of uh, blind spotting as well as a review of the original shaft oh gosh what else review for watchmen i'm starting that this week as well as a review probably for the 13th as well. So I've got a lot of a lot of black cinema stuff coming your uh, your way as we head through February. And of course, I will be re-reviewing the original Ant-Man because I just rewatched that a couple nights ago. And I will have a review for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania this weekend. I'm gonna be deep diving into where I think the MCU is going. I, I I know nothing about the movie. I'm staying off the internet starting tomorrow so I can avoid spoilers, but I cannot wait to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp and talk about Jonathan Majors. I think he's going to crush it. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I think because it's Black History Month, I got to take a second and shout out the fact that we have two incredible 
black athletes, black as hell, starting at quarterback. This is a win for people of color. Let's go ahead and get some more black coaches in the NFL, for fuck's sake. But I am so happy that I get to witness, as a black man, this incredible matchup. And for the significance that men like Randall Moon, uh, uh, Warren Moon, pardon me. I was combining Randall Cunningham and Warren Moon. But men like Warren Moon and Randall Cunningham and other black athletes in the NFL who never got to this point. You know, I, I, I it's incredible that we're here. And I, I'm so happy and excited to watch the game tonight. And I'll have some thoughts later on this week on the trailers that premiere, because there's a lot of trailers that are coming out tonight, uh, including ones for The Flash, bleh, uh, The Marvels, yay, and a bunch of other stuff as well. So I've, I'll have a lot to talk about later on in the week. But everyone, thank you so much again for your support. Enjoy the game tonight. Um, I'll be on the afternoon tune tonight as well. I'm going to share their info as well. But thank you so much again, y'all. We'll talk to you soon.